Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Tuesday. It is just another week. I mean, nothing too crazy going on right now, but it, at least reselling-wise, there's a lot of craziness going on with our country and, and that whole thing. But um, for me, it's just been kind of standard, run-of-the-mill, uh, selling some items here and there, shipping them out, and, and just... A lot of regular stuff going on, so it hasn't been too bad. But yesterday was was also pretty good. It was interesting though because I had a ton of packages, and I feel I made an Instagram post on it yesterday. But I feel really bad for the kid at Walgreens who always it, like checks the packages for me because what happens is if you go to Walgreens, you can drop off FedEx packages, Walgreens and Dollar General. And I don't know if I've talked about this before or not, so that is a tip right there. If you go to uh, ship things on eBay. Oftentimes, FedEx is about 50% off of what they normally would be if you ship with eBay. So I use them a lot for really big and and bulky, heavy items. And so I don't have a FedEx that's really close to my house. The closest one's about 20, 25 minutes away. So I do have a Walgreens that is located probably about five minutes from where I work. And so I will go over there. It's right across from the post office. And they take FedEx packages at this Walgreens. And not every Walgreens does, but... The majority of Walgreens, the majority of Dollar Generals do take packages for FedEx. And it works out for them because they have kind of an affiliation with FedEx where they get people to come in and drop off their packages. People are in the store, they look around, they buy something. It works out for both parties. And so that's why they do that. And I like it because it saves me a lot of time. So I go into that Walgreens a good bit and I drop off a decent amount of packages and Sometimes it's a package or two, and sometimes, like yesterday, it's 20-plus packages. And like I said, if I'm going to drop something off of FedEx, it's probably something that's big and bulky. If it's really, really, and, and pretty heavy, too. And if it's if it's not really that big and bulky, if it's compact and heavy, I'll just throw it in a priority mailbox and send it out flat rate. But a lot of the items I'm selling aren't flat rate shippable because they won't fit. So I've been sending them through FedEx, and... It's been, it's been good, but I pretty much filled up the entire print area of this Walgreens, the, like the area where you would walk over before you get to the cash register there. And I felt pretty bad because the kid's just standing there and it probably took me a half hour to unload my car, which I didn't, I guess I don't feel that bad because he wouldn't give me a dolly. He, he would just only let me use a shopping cart. So I was using a shopping cart the entire time, unloading two, three packages at a time and taking them into this Walgreens, setting them down, he'd scan them, then I'd go back out and get the next ones and and continue that. Well, I forgot that the FedEx guy comes at 5 o'clock, and I got there probably at about 4.45, and so he hadn't picked up my packages. I think he came a little bit early yesterday, and so I walked in today to drop off about six more, and these were like pretty big packages. They weren't small by any means, and I walked over, and all the ones I dropped off yesterday were still sitting there. And I looked at the guy who was ringing me up, and I don't think he was too happy, but I, he kind of said, it's fine, man. It is what it is. Just, you know, keep it moving, and you'll be good. So I guess I guess he wasn't too upset, but I could see how that would be annoying just having all these packages everywhere. So I felt pretty bad for him, but I kind of got to do what I got to do to keep things moving and keep packages going out the door. But just looking ahead to different things that I've been working on, I've talked a lot about merch recently, and just... I was super excited to, to do March and then thinking about the podcast and the couple of different things that I looked at, the content that I was 
looking at and listening to at the time was kind of outdated. It was a couple years old and Amazon's so fast changing and so quick paced that it's just, it's something that changes almost daily. And you can see price changes change daily. You can see all sorts of things change really quickly with Amazon. And so since then, the the amount of people doing merch by Amazon has increased a lot. The amount that you can make on shirts has decreased a lot. And it's still a really good business to get into. But I've just been thinking about other things that I want to get into. And I think it would be right now more profitable for me to look at doing a lot more retail arbitrage and online arbitrage. I have a couple software programs called bots that kind of pick stuff up for me when it restocks. And it's a lot more in-depth than that. You have to know what you're doing a little bit. And I definitely don't know what I'm doing that well, but I know enough to get myself by and to pick up things here and there. But learning that and then learning how to tell the market of different items and what will be changing is something that I really would like to learn because I think I, that could translate very well into other sorts of businesses. I mean, even shirts, if you can learn what's going to be trending at a time, then you can easily make three, four, ten designs for a t-shirt that you could put out there for relatively low cost and make your money back and then make a ton of profit on those shirts. So that's something that I've kind of put off to the side. It's still on my mind a lot, but just not nearly as much as trying to learn how to find things that are about to be really, really hot, really good, quick selling items. So that's something I've been doing. I'm going out right now to Target and Walmart and couple other stores just to see if I can come up with some of the things that I have been looking for. They've been restocking some of the things I've been having an eye on recently. So I've been going out to try and find them. And a lot of my Walmarts either haven't restocked yet or they've just been cleaned out. So that's been something that's been kind of a bummer. But just looking through and looking for those items is something that I still get a lot of joy out of. I'm just trying to keep that time balanced with time actually spent learning and trying to increase my knowledge a little bit with the business that I run. So that's been good. I'm also excited because there is a Ross right next to the Walmart that I'm going to. And I love Ross. It's it's something that I don't get to do nearly as much anymore. And I it's just because I choose not to. I mean, I could go do it. I just, I don't see the immediate return with it as fast as I do with, especially right now, in the time that we're in right now, the amount of items that you can source that are very fast moving and are, are turning over very quickly. It's, it's just dwarfing what I could do at Ross, at least at my local Ross. And it's something that I don't really want to be driving to four or five different Rosses and then putting stuff on the shelf and having it sell maybe one, two items a day. I'd like to be selling five to 10 items a day. And that's super ambitious. That's not nearly what I do every day, but it's been pretty close to, I don't know, three or four items a day for the past two months. And I've been enjoying that. I really... Uh, on an average, not every day I get three, not every day I get four, some days I get 10. Yesterday I had 20, but it's just, it's something that I enjoy doing a lot of volume and the packing and shipping is kind of a pain, but I like the money that comes from it and it's just kind of fun. It keeps me moving. It keeps things going really smoothly. I enjoy finding items that I can sell really quick. So that's something that has kind of been my focus. I bumped Ross off to the sides, but that's not to say Ross doesn't have good deals. and That's not to say you can't make a lot of money on Ross. And that's something I'm going to check out today. They're probably, if I'm going in there right now, and it'll be probably about six o'clock by the time I get in there, they'll probably be wiped out. I couldn't imagine them not being cleaned out completely, but we'll see. I 
stranger things have happened. I've walked into there at the end of the day and found pairs of shoes that go for $400 before that are on the top shelf for everyone to see. So who's to say that they haven't been cleaned out at all? They may be fully stocked. They may have restocked in the middle of the day. I don't know. So that's something to keep an eye on now. For Ross, for Marshalls, for especially Ross, they're, they restock usually daily, if not every couple of days. They have a lot of trucks coming in because the inventory, they get super cheap. So it'd be like if me or you found a ton of really good, cheap inventory at a garage sale, we'd buy it all up and then we'd just wait for it to sell. And so that's kind of their model, except for the fact that they actually need to keep things moving along pretty quickly. And so they have a lot less time to waste on items than we do. So they do run sales occasionally. They do mark stuff down on clearance occasionally and stuff. And, and clearance, I think, happens at mine every Monday. So you can check around, but really the thing to do with Ross is get somebody in there that you know and that's kind of on your side. If you can get somebody to do, be, just befriend one of the people that works there, especially somebody who pays attention and knows what's going on, they'll be able to tell you things like, hey, this is the day we do clearance markdowns, which I think universally is Monday for Ross. I'm not entirely sure. I've heard different things, but most, the majority of people I've seen talking about Ross clearance is usually on Mondays. So you go in there Monday and they will have marked down a certain section or sections of items really, really, really low. They have, a lot of times they'll mark them down to like 50 to 70% off just to move the item because it's been in there so long. And so I found back in, back in January, whenever I was going into there, they had run a clearance on like winter jackets because I guess it was actually February. So it was getting at that time when you really wouldn't need a super heavy winter jacket all over the country, I guess. In PA, you kind of need a winter jacket till like the middle of May, but in other parts of the country, that's not the case. And so I think that their discounts and their clearances are probably just a, a nationwide thing. I don't think that they do it store by store. And this is purely speculation, but I just couldn't imagine them doing it store by store. I would imagine that they're either doing it by region or by like the entire, by the entire, the entire sorry that was my gps kind of the entire uh countrywide just doing discounts that way because it make things a lot more uniform you're not just kind of guessing and, and that kind of a thing but to to look at that the jackets i was picking up i was picking up like calvin klein jackets kenneth cole jackets a couple snowboarding jackets and stuff i got them all for like three to ten bucks a piece which is crazy it's absolutely ridiculous to get jackets that cheap especially for good name brand jackets that are like heavy winter coats that's just absolutely crazy and so that's kind of the power with ross clearance that's why i do look at their clearance sections all the time or even looking through some of the regular sections they oftentimes will just price stuff on clearance and leave it there i don't know who's in charge of doing that i don't know why they do that but they'll just leave it in the regular section and you just walk over there and you're going through and you see hey this t-shirt's marked down two dollars and it's for no reason other than it was on clearance and the person just didn't want to move it to the other rack so that is something that i would keep your eye on i mean you can get a lot of good clearance markdowns that way and going in on a monday finding the specific day that your ross does clearance that would be a perfect time to try and get in there and get a head start on everybody else so that is that is something i would recommend the other thing i want to give you a key on is looking and trying to if you find somebody that likes you and they're they're kind of nice i would talk to them about when they when they restock or, or trying to figure out when they restock shoes there are there are a lot of different areas that of of ross that do 
restocks and will restock their shelves at different times. And so it's good to keep an eye on that. It's good to know when or or how often they typically restock their shelves. I just at my own Ross as I've found different days seem to be better for me and whether or not they restock the shelves those days or maybe to me I think that they're probably just less resellers going that day so for me it turns out to be a lot more profitable to go those certain days than than not so that's what I try to do I try to find items I try to go days that less people are going less resellers seem to be there and I can kind of get I can kind of get my my fair share of of all the items because I'm going after work. So it's not like I can just get there first thing in the morning. So that's been something that's been helpful to me. Just trying to find, hey, when do less resellers come? Do you ever see anybody looking stuff up on their phone? Like asking them this, they know. They know that you're reselling. Everybody knows that you're reselling to a degree. I mean, if you go into a garage sale, the old lady that's running it doesn't know that you're reselling. She doesn't even know why you're there. But if you're going into a Ross, you're constantly picking up the really nice clothing and leaving everything else behind, and you're always looking stuff up on your phone, they know. They've seen people do it before. They, It's pretty common practice, and so they will, they'll be able to pick that out pretty easily. So you can ask them. They'll know if other people do it. They'll know if other people come in and buy up the really nice items. They'll be able to tell you who the regulars are and when they come. So it's just good to get an in with Ross because you can definitely find out a lot of helpful information about your competitors and then hopefully make yourself some extra money that way. So that is kind of my spiel on Ross. I do like it. I've learned a lot about it. I've learned a lot from people that do it a lot. And so it is something that I I do enjoy a lot. It just hasn't proven to be super profitable for me but I know a ton of people who are profitable with it. They just have a different model and they just sell differently than I do. And they do well, they do well for themselves and they probably would do well for me if I sold the way that they do. I just have a different model for it. So that's kind of my spiel on it. Hopefully you can get out and go to a Ross. I would encourage you right now, get to Ross and get to Burlington because the deals they are running are absolutely ridiculous. The clearance, the 50% off sales, it's just, it's going to be nuts. And if you can get there early enough and they restock the shelves, you're gonna be in for a huge haul. So. That being said, I'm going to go. I'm at the end of my drive right now, so I'll get with you guys tomorrow and deliver you another podcast. You guys have a good one. Peace.